Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Everything About Nothing with Aaliyah. Um, if you don't know me, or this is just your first time finding my um, my podcast, um, I am Aaliyah. I'm a 15-year-old girl who just decided to, who's a writer as well, I write erotic romances, um, who just decided to just um, make a podcast Monday. So here I am. Um, wow. Bear with me. I talked about this in my last podcast, but I do ramble. I do forget to say some stuff. I might take a couple seconds to just think and gather my thoughts. So there's that. Um, But this episode is going to be a book talk, which I've been wanting to do for a while now. Um, The author that I'm going to mention and the book series that I'm going to talk about are books I'm in love with. An author I would die to read new books about, which I cannot wait until she comes out with new books. I legit am counting down the days. I own all of her books. Um, They're actually getting shipped in, like the paperback copy of her books. Um, So yeah, that was almost $200. Tears. Um... But anyway, so I'm talking about, if you guys are wondering who the author is, it's Cora Riley, and I'm talking about her Born in Blood Mafia Chronicles books and her Kimura Chronicles books as well. So Cora is known for her mafia romances. All of her books are in arranged marriages, and they all kind of connect and overlap by, like, relation, whether it be siblings, uh, friends, or, like, other outfits. They kind of just all, like, connect in some way. So here is my book talk or my take on Cora Riley as an author. So I'm just going to give you a glimpse on her world just to start off. Cora's world is different from other mafia romances. So all of her romances for at least the Born in Blood um, Chronicles, they are all arranged marriages. So um, it's kind of like the girl gets passed off to the guy either to make peace or because that is what women in the world are expected to do. So it's very, very different because I feel like we romanticize the mafia, which is nothing. I mean, no, no, there's nothing wrong with it. People may disagree. I feel like for for fiction purposes, it's perfectly fine. I mean, there is the mafia world is not like the real life mafia world is not what we imagine it in the books. <laughs> so let's just make that clear. Everyone should know that. Um, especially people in Italy, you know, like, it's a very rough subject for them. But, um, so, in this world, it kind of, like, touches on the fact that, like, women aren't really expected to, like, aren't really accepted. Like, there's no made women. There's only made men. Men kind of run the world, if that makes sense. Your your husband's word is your law. You talk back, you get hit. You talk, you deny them your body, if that makes sense, and you get raped. It's basically, like another copy of the mafia world it talks about like the gruesome versions of the mafia world yes she doesn't actually put that into her um characters themselves but she does create that kind of world where like women are expected to bow down to men and like they're kind of afraid of them because well he's a killer and you're getting married off to a killer and you know like you're expected to be this perfect little girl but you're just like what the fuck i'm so scared you know what i mean so the first book is bound by honor which is um aria and Aria Sacrini and Luca, I forget his last name. Um, I don't want to butcher his last name, so I'm just going to say Luca. So Aria is um, told to marry Luca. So she finds out when she's 15 that she's getting an arranged marriage to Luca because Aria is considered one of the, the gorgeous girls in the um, outfit at the time because she's just so pretty. Her blonde hair is just gorgeous. Like, you know, she just has all the the... The prettiness, if that makes sense. So she's expected to marry Luca, um, 
so that they can kind of create peace between the familia and the outfit so that later on um in the russian bro- <coughs> so basically they're all against they're all italian and they're all against the um the Russian bratva, so they kind of, like, decide that, like, this marriage is going to be the way that they decide. They, like, kind of call a truce between them two. So, Aria gets married off to Luca, but Luca is very terrifying for her because she just turned 18. She's getting married off to this man she doesn't know, to an area. She has no clue where, like, it's just New York. Like, this man is considered, um, Luca's scary. He is known as the vice. Um, so, he is, um, he's, like, known as a man who's killed, um, his cousin with his bare hands, like, crushed his throat, so she's, like, insanely scared. So their book is, like, um, their love story. I'm not gonna go deep into the book, because I feel like it's better to go in kind of blind, um, and, like, see how their love story kind of goes along. thing I liked about Cora's world is Luca wasn't a dick to her, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like he, no, he was a, he is a monster, given that, like, the mafia persona, but, like, to her, he was never really a monster, if that makes sense. Yes, he was a dick, he did some fucked up shit, but, um, like, he was never really, like, a horrible, like, he wasn't what you expected a mafia arranged marriage to be, he kind of, like, cared about her, you see that in, like, the first couple chapters, um, that he, like, kind of cared about her, um, I'm not gonna say how, but he does. thing I liked about their relationship is, Luca was open to it, and she kind of, it was more like, normally I feel like it's the girl that pushes for the relationship to kind of grow, um, and not the guy, and I feel like he kind of wanted to make it work, if that makes sense, you kind of see throughout the book that, like, he's kind of, like, open up to me, if that makes sense, and he opens up to her as they go along, so I think that their story is, um, you know, like, very, very different and very, very interesting, um, so yeah, and then the next book is Bound by Duty, which is Aria's, so here's how the world kind of ties in. Dante's the head of the, the outfit, the Chicago outfit, and Valentina is Aria's cousin. Valentina was married before, um, and then she got divorced. No, her husband died, so she has to get remarried again. She ends up getting married to Dante, who's the head of um, the Chicago outfit, so he's the cop of the Chicago outfit. Um, the thing I liked about their love story is Dante was married, actually, they're both widowers if that makes sense. So Dante was married to his wife before. She died of cancer, didn't have any kids. So he was expected to get remarried, um, given that like he's expected to have a son to carry on the legacy for his family. So um, he gets married off to Valentina, which is odd because normally men like him don't marry widowers. Um, when widowers get, like, their husband dies, they're seen as tainted because they no longer have their virginity and they no longer have that, like, aura of purity around them. So it was kind of odd for him to want to marry her, but he did. Um, the thing I liked about him is he was very, very closed off. He was a stereotypical mafia man. He didn't really try with her. He didn't really, like, put in the effort. She pushed for it, but I feel like the way their relationship worked out is he was a dick. Oh, my God. There were so many times I wanted to punch Dante in the face, like, he would basically use her like a whore, and she like n- she let it happen. I feel like because she was longing that physical connection, that like connection. But when she realized it was physical, she kind of got a backbone. And I loved how their relationship kind of evolved throughout the book. Yes, um, you don't really see it in the second book, um, but you see it in the last book that comes out. So I will talk a little bit about that one. But um, 
she like was pushing for it and like you kind of see how he kind of opens up to her toward the end but you see where his reluctance comes from given that like he is a widower like he has his reasons to be a dick doesn't mean it's okay but he has his reasons if that makes sense then the third book is bound by hatred which is Mateo, who is Luca's brother, and Aria, who, I mean, and Gianna, who's Aria's little sister. Gianna does not like the mafia world. She fucking hates it. She thinks that, um, like, men trying to control women is overrated. She thinks that, like, all these men are horrible men, which they are, um, because they're, are, they are all killers, and they're all just, like, like a no-no. Like, it's just, it is what it is. So, she kind of goes, um, into the marriage with um so she's like reluctant to marry him the entire time she says no i don't want to marry him she like fights him off the entire time um sorry she she fights him off the entire time she's just like no i don't want you mateo like you are disgusting you are a horrible human being so aria helps her sneak away from like give her bodyguard the slip and run go on the run basically run away from Mateo the whole mafia world she's on the run for I think about like seven to six months um then she settles down and her Mateo and her father's men come and find her because they're so well Mateo is um Mateo is he doesn't know it but he kind of is enamored by her wrong word he's kind of like uh enamored yeah I think that's the word I could be pronouncing it wrong but like he like wants her like he's um kind of obsessed with her that's the word he's obsessed with her he thinks that like he doesn't really know exactly what it is he thinks it's more because of the fact that like she fights him off she's not no bitch no i love gianna she is legit like the one with the backbone she fights him off she fights everyone off she literally gets hit by her dad every day which i fucking hate her dad rocco can fucking jump off a cliff or die or something can happen to him because i hate that motherfucker but um she like gets hit by him she like you know like she's that bitch with the backbone and she's like this isn't happening i don't want it to happen i'm not gonna let it happen i'm gonna do everything in my power to escape it for as long as i can or forever but they end up finding her and um so then from there you kind of see their love story um which like I liked their love story because I liked, I like in good enemies to lover, but it wasn't a basic enemies to lover. I love how Gianna was, she kind of, kind of longed for his physical connection to beginning, like in the beginning of the book, you kind of see how she likes the physical connection, but she doesn't want to like it. She's so resistant towards their relationship because of everything, like her subconscious can't handle it. And like, she just doesn't want her hands tainted by the mafia world. But then you see how like she slowly gives into their relationship and they kind of develop a love um it's not a love you would expect so that's why i like this book it's not something that like you would think was gonna happen but it did um okay bound by temptation this book is um different no bound Bound by temptation my bad bound by temptation is also liliana secreti um and romario romario is one of luca's guards um sorry romario Romario, sorry, I had to send a text real quick. Wow, this is why I don't do... Anyway, Romario is one of Luca's um, soldiers, so he guards Aria. Um, Liliana has had a crush on him since the day she first met him, which is when um, Aria was first getting married to um, to him. Sorry, she when she was first getting married to um, Luca. 
Sorry, you hear the background text. Um, I apologize. But so she was first obsessed with him whenever she found out she was first getting married to um, he Luca. So he and her, she had a crush on him. He always fought it off because she's young. She's off limits. That's the boss's um, sis, sister-in-law. So it's like, no, you know what I mean? And she was also very young, impressionable. There was a lot like, but she was like, a 15-year-old girl who is longing for a male connection. Like, she's like, what the hell? I want to sleep with him. I like him. I have a crush on him. I want to be with him. You know what I mean? Like, so she does. She pushes for it. She pushes for it. She finds out um, she's going to get married to a man who's, like, 50 years old. Um, She finds out she's getting married to a man who's, like, 50 years old. But before she finds out she's getting married to that man, um, she sleeps with Romario. So... It's kind of like they get her out of that trouble. And then when they get her out of that trouble... So you kind of see, like, the beginning of their relationship building. And then they get out of... Like, she sleeps with him. And then she finds out that she's having to marry this man who's twice her age. No, like, three times her age. And then um, she, like... And he's, like, a horrible man. Like, he beats women. Like, he's literally the most sickening person. So she goes away with Romario. And they kind of save her. And it's their love story from there on. Um... Bound by Vengeance. This book is different. Um, it is Growl, who used to be an enforcer for um, the uh, the Kamora uh, Mafia. So he was related to them. Um, ends up coming to... He ends up, like, switching to Luca's side. So he ends up working with them. Um, but he's, like, unwanted. He's a bastard. He's considered, like, a horrible person. Like, you know, like, he just, like... The mafia world looks down upon him because he isn't what they expect a main man to be. So he, like, is struggling with that. And then there's Kara, who, um, she, like, kind of falls for him, if she makes sense. Um, she is, I forget exactly what happened. I'm pretty sure they kidnapped her, and then she was, like, expected to go follow him if that makes sense like he was expected to take care of her and then from there it's their love story i could be wrong about this one it's been a while since i read that one um i never really read reread it so it's it's been a while and then um so but that one's worth the read bound by love that is okay so this book takes place kind of at the same time period that um that bound by hatred happens because remember how i told you that aria helps um Luca uh, helps Gianna escape so Luca finds out about that he feels betrayed but um so then like it's kind of like him getting back from that betrayal and then he lets that slide because he's like okay that's your sister and then she she betrays him again I'm not gonna say how but she betrays him again and then it's like kind of them coming back from that because he's like yo you've betrayed me so many times i'm sorry for the train but he's you've betrayed me so many times and like i shouldn't love you but i do and because i love you all of this stuff is happening and like he's like he loves her he doesn't want to love her because she keeps betraying him which oh my god i wanted to punch her in the face but um he like ends up like falling in love with her has no choice but to fall in love with her um because you know that that's his that's his it girl that's the one for him um, and then it's kind of like them coming back, hence the name Bound by Love, because their love is the only thing that really keeps them together, because he could have killed her off, he could have done a lot of stuff, but he didn't because of how much he cared about her. Given that he didn't care about her, the circumstances probably would have been different, but you kind of see, like, how their relationship evolves, because the first, their first book is kind of, like, lovey-dovey, and then this one's, like, 
hey, they're going through some real shit, you know what I mean? And, like, you see it. Bound by the past is, okay, Don is taken, the beginning is mostly in Dante's um, point of view. So, um, he betrays the outfit, outfit, shoot, multiple times. Um, He betrays the outfit multiple times. So, he's seen, so it's kind of like Bound by the past. Like, all of his, all the things he did in the past, all the betrayals, all of everything he's done, kind of comes back to bite him in the ass later on while he's married to Valentina. So, it's kind of like, them finding fighting off the outfit really goes through a lot in this and but their relationship isn't really that tested i feel like their relationship is fine but i feel like you see more of their love story um and you see more of them falling in love actually and like kind of like dante is finally past what's happening um and like finally past fighting his feelings and you see their relationship but at the same time you see everything that he did in the past and everything that like happen in his past kind of come back and bite them in the ass while they're in a relationship right now um you also see a lot about their kids so i was kind of glad to see this book um but like it was just like so this is the final book to the series or like the born in blood series um so you kind of see like how the past comes to bite them in the ass how they navigate through it um this one i really liked because you got to see a lot of dante you got to see a lot of their relationship um after the first book happened after um, Bound by Duty happened. So, I don't know. I really love this one. It's one of my favorite what It's actually my favorite book in the entire series. Um, next to Bound by Hatred because Gianna is one bad bitch and I love her. So, yeah. Um, and then after this series, you have the Komora Chronicles box set. So, um, not box set. You have the Komora Chronicles. I was just looking at the box set. So, the first book is Twisted Loyalties, which is um, about Fabiano, who is um, who is Aria's little brother. So, his dad basically kicked him out um, to the streets after he was like 10 or 12 years old because he felt like he was tainted blood, if that makes sense. So, he kind of, um, his dad kicks him out. He finds out, he finds the Falcone brothers, which are the brothers that um, their dad ran the Camorra Mafia. So he ends up finding them, and they end up kind of building this bond of brotherhood. So um, he, like, they all find, they all fall in, like, this bond, you know what I mean? Like, they're all bond by either broken past or, like, a brotherhood, if that makes sense. So he kind of moves to L.A. with them, or Vegas, or, like, the West Coast, and he stays with them, and he kind of figures out his life with them um thinking i think he's like 18 and he becomes an enfor an, an enforce an enforcer for them so he fights for the Komora uh mafia like he kills people for them that's basically what an enforcer does he basically kills people for them so he's very feared and such um leona comes and moves into um Leona comes and moves to L.A. or the West Coast or whatever because of her mom. Her mom's, like, she's just trying to get away from her past, and she's like, yo, I want a fresh start. So I think she comes and moves with her dad. It's been a while since I read this book. I think she comes in and moves with her dad. Um, But Fabiano, so while she's, like, there, Fabiano kind of sees her, and he gets enamored by her. And he's like, what the hell? I want to, like, like, I want to see more with this girl, but his life is the Kimura because that is what saved him from dying earlier when he like if had he not found the falcone brothers and had he not found his place in the kimura he wouldn't have been the man that he is now so it was kind of like what the hell you know what i mean um 
but he found his space. So it's called Twisted Loyalty because he's kind of fighting with himself to try and figure out how he can still be loyal to the Kimura while still being loyal to the person he ends up falling in love with. So Twisted Loyalties is this one. Then you have the second book, which, uh, give me a sec. I'm sorry. Then you have Twisted Emotions, which is Kiara and Nino. Nino is Remo's um, younger brother. He's the second oldest in the family. Um, he is kind of the logical one. And, um, like, I don't know, kind of like Nino's, like, kind of like the fucked up. He's very fucked up, but he, like, isn't if that makes sense like he's very like i don't know he's a monster basically he's a very fucked up person him and his brothers are very fucked up people um so but he is the second hand man of the capo he um of the kamora mafia so anyway he is he doesn't really feel if that makes sense like he is um he is i don't know how to say it. he's kind of like he has an emotional wall up so he doesn't really feel anything. Um, he, he knows where his loyalties lie. He knows that he cares for people, but he doesn't really feel the heartbreak. Like, he doesn't feel emotions the same way we do. And Kiara, she is, um, whatchamacallit, Luca's younger um, cousin. Her dad was, uh, uh, sorry, he, was, he betrayed the familia. So he was expected to... Um, he was expected, like, he just betrayed the familia, so Luca ended up killing him, and then he ended up killing her mom, so Kiara's kind of an orphan of the, um, the, um, sorry, of the familia, so she ends up living in with her aunt, but she's always seen and frowned upon in the mafia world, so when Luca comes to ask her to marry, um, Nino, she can't really say no, because that's her capo asking her to do something for her, so she's like, shit, I gotta say yes, but she knows that Las Vegas and, like, the people there are horrible people. So she's like, damn it, like, now I have to, you know, move in with this monster and, like, all these horrible people and kind of date him and marry him and become his wife. So you kind of see, like, him um, him feeling... You see Nino starting to feel and you see Kiara trying to run away from her past so you see these two very very broken people fix each other um it's a very very emotional story i love this one i think it's one of her best works um that she's ever written so i love this one then you have the third book which is twisted pride um this one is about remo who's the head of the Kamora Mafia. She is very fucked up. That man will kill you for no reason. He is just a very, 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 very messed up person. And you have Serafina, who is the, the niece of Dante. Dante being the head of the Chicago outfit. So she gets kidnapped on her wedding day by Remo. Um, and then when she's at Las Vegas, so she's kind of scared, but at the same time, she feels this connection towards him, so it's kind of fucked up. Um, so what they, she kind of goes through some fucked up shit while she's at Las Vegas, which changes her. She comes back um, to the outfit, and, like, she just, like, she's just, like, I, she just comes back to the outfit, and then she feels this connection to him. She's like, what the hell? Um, and, like, they just, this is just their emotional, I don't want to say too much, because I feel like this book is especially when you have to go into you have to go into blind so um i'm just gonna leave it at that but 
wow, like this book changed a lot. Serafina learned a lot about herself. Remo changed a lot as well. I didn't expect him to change the way he did, but he did. And, you know, like I just, I don't know. That's just, it's just one of a kind. Twisted Bonds is the fourth book. Um, it is about Kiara again and um, Nino. Um, which you call it? So she kind of, she feels the sense of connection and loyalty to them. Um, she feels a kind of, sorry, she feels a connection and loyalty to them. So she has to, um, so kind of like they go, the brothers of the Komor, like the actual blood brothers of the Komor Mafia are going through something. And she's like, she takes this role of, I'm going to protect them because this is the family that has stood by me. So her, you kind of see her and Nino and her kind of taking her stand in the Kamora Mafia and kind of protecting them because she's like, these are the people who've protected me and these are the people who've shown me what love is. So I'm going to take care of them. So that is the fourth book. Um, the fifth book is Savio and um, Gemma. I have not really gotten deep into this book i just started it so i can't really speak on it but um hopefully my next book talk i will but this is the last not the last book this is the fifth book that she currently has out of the um kamora mafia kamora chronicles that's what the series is called kamora chronicles um it's called twisted hearts it's about savio and Gemma. so essentially savio doesn't like what i've gotten so far is savio doesn't like um um, whatchamacallit, he doesn't like women, if that makes sense, well, he likes women for sexual pleasure, but he doesn't like women for, um, like, emotional pleasure, if that makes sense, like, he doesn't want to emotionally connect with the woman, and Gemma, she's always had a crush on him, so it's kind of, like, their love story, and, um, kind of their, like, connection in some ways, um, so, yeah, and then after that book, you have... Well, these two books can be read as standalones. So you have Fragile Longing, which is about Serafina. So remember how I told you that Serafina and Remo um, kind of leave, if that makes sense? Like, Serafina leaves with Remo. She ends up falling in love because all the characters end up falling in love with each other and, like, staying with each other. Um, so this book is about Danilio. Dan- I think I'm butchering his name. I feel bad who she married, who um, Serafina was supposed to marry, but he kind of, like, once you lose Serafina, he needs his in to Dante's family, so he kind of asks for Sophia, which is the next best um, person in the family, um, and then um, he, like, he decides that he's going to marry Sophia because he still needs an in. Sophia has always had a crush on Danilio, but because her sister was expected to marry him, she couldn't act on it. So she just left it more as a mere childish crush. But when she finds out that Danilio is going to marry Sophia, uh, when she's, he's going to marry her, she like is so... Um, like she's so persistent and she wants him to notice her as a grown-ass woman like she wants to be the person who he wanted to be so she starts acting like Serafina she starts pushing for the relationship with him and because he is so like prideful and because he's still hurt in some ways like his pride is still hurt because of what happened with Serafina he's reluctant to allow this to happen um also because half the time half of the book she is underage majority of the book actually she is under the age of 
honor like he can't have a relationship with her because of the honor rule and like he can't really sleep with a girl before she's 18 um so like but like she is so persistent on trying to be with him and like trying to love him and like show him that like hey i can be the seraphina you want and he's like fuck you i don't want to like you know do a relationship your family or you kind of scarred me i'm only doing this because i want my in into the family um so there's their book um and you kind of see how they fall in love and how they take care of each other hence the fragile longing because she's longing for him and it's very she's very childish and like i don't know the story is very very emotional had me crying majority of the time um i don't know there was just something about this book that's just like so different from other her other books Maybe it's because half the time Sophia was younger. Maybe it's because how prideful um, Danelia was. There was just something about it that you're just like, hey, I want to read more about this book. I want to see what the hell happens, and I want them to have their happily ever after. And then you have another standalone that you can read, which is, but this book was a part of the Chicago outfit. And then there's another standalone book you can read, which is um, Sweet Temptations, which is about Cassio and, dang, I forgot her name. Um, give me a minute. Cassio and, Cassio and, Goy- I don't want to say her name, um, Goya, Golia. Gulia, Gulia. I could be wrong, I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, uh, Cassio is a man who's scarred by his past. He has two kids, um, and his wife has died. Gulia is um, a girl who has, um, who's 18 years old. She's very, very childish. She's very, she's not one of those, she's not like Aria and the rest of the girls who are very um, quiet, per se, and know the rules of the mafia. She's very outgoing, if that makes sense. So she kind of follows her own rules. Not like Gianna type of way, but more like, she's very childish. She still doesn't understand the concept of the mafia. But she's expected to marry Cassio, and, um, who's an underboss of the Familia. For, so he works for Luca. He think, I think he runs Baltimore. I could be wrong. But um, so he, that's how he connects into the story. So he is, it's kind of their love story. He is very reluctant to fall for her. And she doesn't, like, he doesn't want to, get scarred like he did by his old his ex-wife and like he doesn't want to be betrayed like he did by his ex-wife um and she's kind of like hey i'm 18 i want to make this marriage work because like if i'm going to be used for another body and i'm going to take care of your kids i want to be seen as like a human being you know what i mean like i don't want to be another body that warms your bed at night because you can find another one you know what i mean i want to be seen as a human because she's very child she's still very much a child um you see her mature over the book you see him open up to her and you see their relationship kind of grow over the book this is actually my favorite favorite book out of all her books um i have a lot of favorites but this one was like the one i really want to like if she made a second book about it i would pay ten dollars for it if i had to like i love gulia and cassio's book i'm sorry if i butchered the name i'm sorry if i butchered any of these names um i there's no like pronunciation to them and i feel bad whenever i butcher names but like i love that book um and that's basically kind of her Mafia World books, the books that she has out so far. She is coming out with other books, um, spinoffs of the kids. So I'm excited to see that. She's also um, and another version, another short story book of um, Lily, Gianna, and Luca's 
like families so i'm excited to see that one as well um cora riley is an amazing mafia writer she's an amazing author period um her books are just one of a kind i've never really seen anything like these books um the way she writes her characters the way she develops them the way her books just are so so different and really capture you from the start are just like a magical like you fall into another world i am highly recommending this if you have not read it please read it read it right now go download it i'm begging you um she is just ugh, amazing like i ugh. if she ever does a book tour i don't care how far it is i'm going i want my book signed by her every single one of them um i i've never fell in love with the mafia series as much as i have this one but i fucking love it and you have not read it please go read it please please go read it um you can read it for free through kindle unlimited so that's a subscription series that you pay 10.99 a month and um you get like the selection of books for free or you can buy the actual series so i have the books through kindle unlimited um i own a couple of them through ebooks and then i have the actual book copies flying in soon so i can have it up in my room in my library that is how much i love her books i love her so so much cora riley if you ever listen to this just just know Aliyah loves you i'm sorry but i love your books i love her writing and yeah um thank you guys for listening to my book talk sorry this one was a little bit long i've just been wanting to do this one for a long time um so yeah z kate if you guys are listening to this i cannot wait to hear what you guys think about the series um let me know so yep thank you for listening if you read my wattpad story thank you very very much um if you follow me on any of my socials thank you very much if you ever need to reach out to me my socials are alluring aliyah writes on instagram alluring aliyah um on gmail also alluring aliyah on twitter and alluring aliyah on wattpad thank you i'm always here for you guys i owe you guys literally the world thank you for listening i love you guys bye (laughs)